Hello and welcome to Talking Baseball. Freeman Correa story. Everybody signs and we have to talk about all of them. Hello and welcome to Talking Baseball, brought to you by SeatGeek. My name is Jimmy. Sitting next to me is Jake in California. We have Trevor Plouffe, and behind the desk, we have producer BBD. Spring training games have started. Uh, free agency and trades are winding down. We have a lot of the really anticipatory or highly anticipated trades and signings out. And we might not get more. I'm a little hesitant if we're even going to get more. It feels like we might have reached the end. Some sort of very surprising ones in Bryant and Correa. Some not surprising ones, but still big in uh, Story and uh, Freeman. A lot to discuss. Brought to you by SeatGeek, as I said. And it's time to start buying tickets. You can go to spring training games right mm. now, Trev. You can get season tickets right now. You can find opening day tickets. You got to go to SeatGeek. You can use the app. You get $20 off your first purchase with promo code TALKIN. Make sure you click the link in the description. Uh, to download the app, use code TALKIN, $20 off. They rate each ticket from good to bad, so you know you're getting a good deal. Trev, how are you doing? What's up, guys? The chat is absolutely mm. on fire right now. I didn't know SeatGeek had an app. I'm going to download the app. I got to start buying tickets. I can't wait to go to Dodgers games. I'm talking to my team, my youth team. We're going to try to make a day uh, out of a ball game. Maybe Ooh. if the Diamondbacks come into town, our friends over there can hook us up a little bit. You know what I'm saying? I like that. But everything is good here. Um, I had a great weekend, a lot of baseball. I got to celebrate with my my good buddy, Matty Staff, mm. who recently signed an extension with the LA Rams. So uh, good time, still feeling a little bit. So I got a little, um, little electrolytes in the cup right now for people who are going to be asking because it's kind of a weird-looking beverage. Uh, but – What's up with you, Jake? What are you doing, man? You know how I be. Um, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> man, I'm uh, I'm good. I'm actually I'm feeling better than expected. We uh, we had our Arizona trip, which was awesome. So much content. I know a lot of people here have already seen a lot of the content that came came out of it. Guess what? There's going to be about two more months worth of content that comes from that trip. Uh, and yeah, I mean, you know, after a week of you know. Some gentlemen's drinks, some video games, some other uh, recreational legal uh, plants with with our crew. Uh, went off to Vegas uh, for the weekend yeah. for my buddy's bachelor party. So uh, really tied one on for the last 10 days. Uh, don't have a lot of those left in me. Uh, tough flight home yesterday from Vegas. Uh, Vegas. But I got some good news for you. Uh, baseball. It's caliente en los calles, man. I mean, mm. the stuff that we have to chew through in this episode. Frederick, Schwarber and Castellanos to the Phillies is like, not afterthoughts, but like we got to talk about other stuff before two of the best like righty lefty mashers in the league just went to a hitter's ballpark and a really fun lineup. There's so much good stuff going on in baseball. Um I'm excited to yuck it up. Trev, did you see the clip that got posted from Rose Rotation today? Mm. Is that the one um, mm. that Giolito basically called Jake a circus? 
Freak. I haven't heard it. I just read the subtitles, yeah. and that's that's wild. It's tough. It's tough. I mean, how how Jimmy dodges a lot of that de- debris <laughs> is insanity. Um, I think that's because my body has a little high-end Porsche in it. Like, there's times when you catch my body, and you're like, I kind of like that. And then there's other times where you're like, that's bad. It's because your head's so small. Peanut head, some muscles, some fat. Let's roll it. <laughs> um. All right. I don't mean to laugh. That's it was. It's tough. It was really fun. It's a though. tough. Like I haven't heard the way he says it, but Rose just asked him, "What was your takeaway I from mean, meeting us?" Me <laughs> and Giolito, freaks on different ends of the spectrum. I did not expect Giolito's body. My takeaway was his body's. He's insane. close to six eight, and like filled, filled out power forward. He's huge. He's one of those people that are, he's embarrassed at how tall he is. So he probably is 6'8", but he's like, fuck, I can't say 6'8". Like, I'll just tell everyone I'm 6'6", or 6'7". He's massive. Massive. Yeah, he's huge. Like, he he was told at 21 years old that he was 6'6", and then he's never gotten officially measured again. (laughs) But he definitely got a couple more. Where do you guys want to start? Like, we have the big four. We didn't, like, discuss... Do you just want to go cron pod with it? It seems like that's how we always do it. But yes, we don't have 100%. them in cron pod order here. I mean, it's kind of Correa, right? Like, he was kind of the free agent of this offseason, and holy crap. I'm scared about talking about Correa okay. because I, I just have a pissy okay. Yankees uh, hater take. Uh, and I don't want to be a hater. So happy for you, twins. Enjoy two months of Korea. That's not Ooh. You know what, bro. Come Ooh. on. <laughs> Let's not okay, start with Korea. <laughs> How about you just you. pass the baton over here, bro? I told okay? you. I mean, this is my territory. Twins territory. My land. And it's not even just Minnesota. We got Iowa, South Dakota, North Dakota, Montana. Mm. Every, everywhere is part of Twins territory. And now we're bringing one of the best players in baseball into town. I think this is an absolute – I hate using this term, but I'm fresh out of cool terms. This is an absolute home run mm. for the Twinkies. There are so many different ways they can go with this, and it's going to work out. The only way this doesn't work out for the Twins, the only way is if there's like a devastating injury, which is it's not going to happen. Okay, knocking on wood right now. Here's the things they can do with this. James, you're right. If they are just absolutely horrendous this year and the pitching doesn't come around, he could be a New York Yankee. He could be going to a team that needs a shortstop and they can get some prospects for him. And they get the. It's still a win for the Twins because they get to cash in on him. They get to cash in on him and they still get get the reputation that, hey, we we went out and spent some money this this offseason. The most, the most likely scenario is he's going to play this year in Minnesota. Uh, we'll see what they do as a team. I think that he definitely makes them better. There's, that's the most obvious statement in the world. Um, but then he'll opt out and, and test the free agent market again next year. But still, you're, you're, you're okay paying, what is it, 31 and a half, 36.1? What is the number? 35, right? 35, 36. 35.1, yeah. I think, is the number. 
And you're okay. If you can take a one-year deal, 35.1, as an organization, if you're getting a caliber of player like Carlos Correa, you'll do that every single time, especially with the hole the Twins had at shortstop last year. You know, this this allows them to do so many things with, with their, their infield and their lineup. Uh, Byron Buxton and Carlos Correa, two platy glove winners up the middle for you. I mean, this is the stuff of dreams for your rotation. So, like, you can – Maybe you can get away with having a, a more mediocre type rotation if you got the type of defense that I think the Twins can play. Trev, have so, you? I mean, have yeah. you called them yet and gave them like the Minnesota Twins? This is how we operate. Well, you know, I'm gonna let him settle in Fort Myers. Okay. Uh, he's got some good guys out there. Yeah, but then when he gets out to Minneapolis, I'm sure he'll be calling me saying, "Look, bro, you're a shortstop legend. I'm a shortstop legend. Let's 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 talk over like a bourbon." Mm. And I'll fly out there on the, on uh, his PJ, and we'll talk. And I'll give him the lay of the land. But I think he's going to fit in well there. Chris Rose told me that he can't be the villain in Minnesota, and I absolutely disagree with him. I think he can go be himself. I want him to still be the villain. I don't want him to be cheery, Minnesota nice, dude. No, we don't need that. If we want to beat the Yankees in the playoffs, we need a villain, baby. This guy's done it before to the Yankees, and maybe that was some of the thinking of bringing him in. It wasn't, but in my mind, in all the fan fiction, that was a reason. I love this for both sides. I know that was going to shock you, Jim. <clears throat> Who are the both sides? I like it for the Twins. Carlos Correa and the Twins. This Carlos uh, Correa free agency was funny from the start. Seeger kind of had the sex appeal of the lefty. Marcus Simeon just put up a, an all-time second-base season. All-time, all-time. Trevor Story, we'll talk about him in a minute. He was kind of the value grab, like maybe as good of anybody in that pack, but had a okay year for him. God, it's going to suck seeing him. Carlos Correa gets, the, gets a back. 35, 36 a year for the three years with opt-outs at every stop along the way. Carlos Correa has to have one good season in the next three years, and he's going to get another bag bag and it's going to be a better situation than what he walked into let's be honest the lockout was a brutal break for Correa everyone made their moves on everybody else so Correa goes into this the trade option easily on the table if it falls apart for the twins this dude can be traded if he goes nuts this year well you got he basically earned himself another 36 million Minnesota like you said Trev what an opportunity for them if the Carlos Correa bidding ward had landed in that 300, 350 area, we kind of thought it was, I don't think the Twinkies are in. But they get Carlos Correa. The Minnesota Twins are back in this season. Like, we kind of thought they were in the way out. Your biggest loser, the Detroit Tigers, who thought it was like their time to jump up in the division. They might have just got punched in the mouth. Not if it's just a year. No, but I mean, the Tigers like this think very... this is the start for them. They think Javi, they brought in Javi Baez. Like, they're going to call mul- up Torkelson. But the, they're doing, they have, the Tigers have a multiple-year plan right now. Sure. And this doesn't really hinder that. Like, what, what would you say the odds are, Trev, that Correa plays all three years in Minnesota? The, the only way that happens is if he suffers, like, a huge is if he misses a year. He's very injured yes. for two years. So, yeah, I think that's this, the only this way is a, I don't. The Tigers are, are they're not in a one-year window. I don't even think their window's opened yet. Yeah, the Tigers not. are like, hey, we'll see you in uh, November, buddy. Yeah, we'll, we'll get back, back to We'll it. get you over here. They offered him a big deal, so the Tigers could just yeah. be in play to sign him next year. 
The Tigers signed Javi Baez. But multiple years. They traded for Tucker Barnhart. They signed Erod. They signed Big Mike Pineda the other day. Like, the Tigers are ready to go. And I, I think but, this but is... But it's like the Rangers. Like, they're not doing that for 2022 only. We would be talking about the Tigers as a wild card team for this year. And I, I think they just got torpedoed hard. I really do. We'll see. I mean, it depends what Correa does next year. You get torpedoed softly. I just, I don't think you can. Get I think you can softly. You get torpedoed like little, softly. Little like edge of the torpedo hits you. I think still there's, not good for you. There's still pitching uh, out there to be traded, and uh, the Twins at this point need to do that because uh, they have no staff. I mean, oh, no. don't say no staff. Sonny Gray. And then everyone else would be a four on a contending team. I'm not, that's not like I, I opened up pre shots fire, but confirmed. That's true. They have confirmed. No one else would be a top three on any other playoff team. They have, of anyone that we're saying is odds to go to the playoffs, they have maybe the worst staff. So they need to make a trade. I think twi- I saw a lot of Twins fans hoping for the same thing, like Montes, Manea, someone. They got to get someone, but. I'm gonna. It would be a bummer I think to have they, Correa for a year and not have un, any starters. I think they are gonna go after pitching, whether it be uh, via the A's trade or some other team that we don't know that wants to trade away their pitching. I don't know. Here's the the alarming thing for Twins fans. I just gushed over this deal. You guys know I love you. I'm one of you. But here's the thing. This is this is this has been the reason the Twins haven't done anything in the playoffs. Go look at the roster um, on Fangraphs right now. Their entire lineup, they basically drafted. They developed all of these guys. Buxton, Arias, Polanco, Sano, Kepler, Kirilov. Then you go on to the catchers, Jeffers. They, they drafted Brent Rooker, Nick Gordon, all the guys on their bench. They drafted and developed these guys. Now go to their pitching. They haven't been able to develop starting pitching. It's the bottom line. It's the reason that it's the reason the Brewers have been good. It's the reason the Rays have been good. It's the reason the A's have been, you know, it's like the teams that can develop starting pitching have the upper hand. And it's not even an upper hand. It's up. It's upper 10 hands, bro. It's like, only that like is five what teams gets you that can going. do it. It's, it's, it's the hardest thing. Yeah. As a, it's like the Dodgers, the Indians, the Rays, the Brewers, there's the, prob- A's. the A's, yeah. It's it's not a lot of teams that can develop starters. A, a lot of can't, teams can't do it. It's hard. Yeah, so this is this has just been a problem. Starting pitching, they haven't been able to find good deals in free agency either. Um, you know, I think Sonny Gray is going to be good. I think Joe Ryan, I, I'm big on him. I know he's on my hot boy list, so people think I might be biased because of that, but I really like his pitch mix, and I think he's going to do well in the big leagues. So... I don't think he's a four. I think he probably pitches more to like a three, maybe even a, a two. We'll see. We'll see what the ceiling is for this kid. I think it's high. Some serious uh, but, rumors right now about Cueto going to the Twins. Um, that would be not enough. A Twins move. It's, That's exactly. They've been doing that for the past fifteen years, man. I mean, Cole Hamels, enjoy your time in Minnesota. Like it's no, that's no. that's where they're at, dude. They got. They have a great farm system too. And that's another thing. That's another reason why this deal makes sense for them. They have similar to the, they're in a very similar position uh, as the Yankees, as far as like their shortstop position. Uh, They have a couple guys in the upper minor leagues. They think very highly of in Austin Martin and Royce Lewis. Um, 
So having Correa as that one-year deal makes perfect sense for them. Um, but like again, like if there's some starter available and they're in the thick of things come July, like they have talent to go out and give. They can go pick some uh, like a nice trade piece up. So I think it's paramount mm. that they get off to a hot start. Paramount, because if they do, they build up the the wins and kind of force the hand of the front office they can go get someone and then we're talking about a completely different team because i like the lineup i like the defense i think they can bang the uh, the ball around starting pitching need it pretty savvy move i think that's the the most fun thing about the correa thing there's a lot of factors that go into it like jake had discussed how boris doesn't get the full percentage of this contract because he was with a different agency prior and that you were, you were saying probably try to get a one year deal. BBD with the assist there. BBD with not the goal, honestly. Okay. Well, and then, so that factors into this. Also the twins get Kiner Falefa from the white Sox or from the Rangers and immediately flip him to the Yankees, who, according to everything we heard, were hot on him. And it's very true now because Yankees say, hey, you got this guy. We really want him. They say, well, eat 50 mil and take JD. Send us back catcher and a third baseman. And then what do they use that $50 million for? To go get Carlos Correa. Do you think the Yankees regret or would have one-year deal? I don't. So interested to know, but they definitely regret it. It they if even if they were out on Correa because of non-baseball reasons, they still had no idea how bad it was about to look for them. And what an awful look. To miss out on him, and then story goes to the rival Red Sox, and you needed a shortstop, and you didn't get either of the top two, and they were both pretty attainable. Instead, you got Kiner Falefa for two years. Two years. And JD for f- paying him 50 mil. Like, yeah, they're, the Yankees roster improved at the margins. But look what was out there. So just like a completely embarrassed. Even if Cashman and co. right now are saying, we got our guys, we're, we're going to prove you wrong. I still don't think they were uh, aware of how embarrassing it was going to look, how the twin stuff went down. A little bit. You Do you think, like, there were other teams floating the same offer around? Like, I'm sure Boris was saying, like, look, here's yeah, something I, that we'll accept. Boris, I think it got leaked or rumored or told, but Boris definitely said a uh, three-year deal uh, record per year at opt-outs. each with opt-outs. Like, he just wanted, I mean, they're all about setting the market and – and yeah. if Boris wasn't going to get the biggest deal a shortstop's gotten, he was going to get the single season highest number a shortstop's gotten, and that's what he got. Yeah. The words of Rosie so, Cardoza. Let me ask. Saying. Let me ask you this: Where's Houston in all this? So Trev, they they couldn't offer him the same deal, but it put him up too high over a tax threshold. Like, are you fucking basing roster decisions really off of that? Like that. Tell me, Jake, because I need to know. The amount of teams' off-seasons that would have been altered if they knew that Carlos Correa's number ended up in this situation in this contract 
I think Texas Rangers would be hand up. You wonder about, like, Toronto, just because how nuts and all in they are. Um, I mean, hell, the Angels, like, they're in go mode, right? They they always have a little bit of change around. Like, what does, how do they get involved? Detroit in the Javi Baez signing. Was Javi their guy, or was Javi a go-get-a-guy move? I don't know. Um, I mean, you can look around at a lot of these teams. I think the Yankees obviously would handle their offseason if they knew Correa landed here. They're all in on their prospects. They're all in on Volpe and Peraza, I think. But that's a dangerous game. Um, and, yeah, I mean, that's like that's almost basically American League. Where's Uncle Stevie? If he knows that this is where the Correa route lands, how nuts do our Mets get? I mean, there's a lot of sliding doors moments that this – Correa contract. If we knew it was going to land here, would it change? So, go Twins But do you go. think there were like 10 teams that were like, sure, I'll take this. Uh, we'll do that deal. And he just chose Minnesota. There's no way that's the case, right? Like, I think a lot of so teams. So, the Twins were the only team that were like creative enough? Like, is was this not a Boris thing saying like, we'll do this? Like, I'm confused. Maybe they were the only team that would offer opt-outs after both years. Because that's pretty big. I like that. Because like you that. get an opt-out after the first, and you get an opt-out after the second. So even if he gets injured the first and has a poor season the second, I don't or a good season the second, I don't know. This, this is, hey, he's 27. So even if he fulfills this yes. contract, he still hits free agency by 30. So maybe that was, the, that was it. Maybe it was, hey, it's only three years and opt-out after two, and some teams were like, well, we got to do, if you get opt-outs after the first two, then we need four. Or you just get an opt-out after the second. Or you're just getting opt-out after the first. I mean, this is complete freedom that the Twins are giving him. He has 100%. Have one good year in the next three years, and he basically gets a Seager-Simeon contract. Yeah, yeah. So I, that's where I know Correa, everyone thought he was going to get that 300 mil. I still think he is. I, I just think he's going to collect a cool... 35 beforehand. So, um, man, and going through different teams like now, the Phillies, they just emptied the bag for some guys. Like, could could it have been Correa instead of a Castellano? I don't know. Um, I know St. Louis thought they were in on Correa. The Cubs, like, kind of nuts. Kind of nuts. James, circling back to our teams that develop starting pitching, we have to add one. It is the Houston Astros. Yeah, yeah. They currently have four guys, uh, all um, Latin amateur free agents and Justin Verlander. And then Lance McCullers Jr., obviously, they drafted. He's waiting in the wings. So it's like, and look what they've done. It's crazy, man. Like, I would be spending so much money on, like, the best pitching coaches. I don't even know, man. Yeah, it's an odd, interesting formula. Like, the Brewers are the best at giving their guys velo guardians have been great. And then they just trade them all. So you want to go to story next and just finish off the shortstop market, even though he's playing yeah. second base now goes to the red Sox. It's fr- pretty funny when, uh, I burped when the Braves, I think we were live doing talking baseball when the Braves signed or traded for Olsen. And I believe, I think I said it. I think we all said it. Like, okay, so Donaldson's going to the Dodgers. Rizzo's going to the Yankees. Story's going to the Red Sox. Done. And then it all happened. It was like, it was so funny. How one domino fell, and it was very clear what the next steps were going to do besides Correa and Brian. We'll get to that later. But story goes to the Red Sox. 
What's the deal? Six years? Six years, but 40, I believe. Can be a seven-year 160. There's an option at the end. And he is... And opt out after the fourth year, I think. So how old will he be after that? He's 29. He'll be 34. Okay. Like that. Um, I'll go first. I had changed my name to Talking Jake Trevor Story. Um, I may have tipped my hand that I was interested in the Yankees getting Trevor Story. Uh, dude's a freak. When we interviewed him on here, he sent over his stats. They were running back stats. It was like four four eight forty, like roped up. I think we might have gotten a vertical. Um, I thought the Yankees, they could play him at shortstop if one of the kids figures it out. Uh, I think Trevor Story is athletic enough that he could play second, center field, left field. There were some rumors about that last year. Uh, I love it for the Red Sox. Uh, we talk about course field on here sometimes. Again, if you really want, if you're a baseball person, if you're tuning in live to Talking Baseball, if you're listening to every episode and you still think course field just gives you a natural hitting boost... It ain't how it works. Uh, there's as much downs, if not more downs, as up to being a player for the Colorado Rockies. Hey, Chris Bryant. Um, Trevor Story, I think he's an absolute stud. Um, I think he's going to torment us. I think the thing that's really interesting for me is the second base part of it. Uh, if you gave me a blind taste test on Trevor Story at short and Xander Bogarts, I'd lean Story. Um, I know he had some weird throwing stuff for a little bit, so may- maybe that's the factor. Um, I think that could be an interesting storyline in the bean. Uh, I love it for them. And now the Red Sox have a, a top six in their lineup that I'm good. I don't want to pitch to them. More fun in Boston. Great. Yeah, C. Rose asked me this morning, does this make the Boston Red Sox a World Series contender? And I had to remind him, they were in the ALCS last year. Yeah. Like, they surprise a lot of people, but they did it last year. And I think they lost Schwarber and, like, Erod. Like, I think Story easily makes up for that. So the thing that's going to be interesting is this division is so stacked. Like, is it going to be like an SEC thing where they just beat up on each other all year long? I don't think so. I think iron sharpens iron. I think this is going to be wherever the two, there could be three teams, I guess, that come out of this division. It's probably not since they're going to be beating each other up so much. The two teams that come out of here are going to be battle tested and like ready to go during the playoffs. And I think, uh, the Red Sox have a good shot at being at being one of those two teams. Trevor Story, like you said, Jake, is an absolute freak. And any team will be lucky to have this guy on, not just because of what he brings physically and you know stats on the field, but like his demeanor and his attitude to have in that clubhouse. Like all this guy wants to do is ball. He's a freaking rat, dude. And I love that because you don't get that all the time with these. I'm going to call him a superstar. He is a superstar player. Would you, you don't say, always get that? He is a rat, a grinder. Would you say that my bet that I placed about a month ago, Trev, mm. uh, that the World Series winner would come from the AL East is a good bet? 
I think I, I'm not going to say that because I can't give away anything. But yeah, mm-hmm. I mean, decent All bet. Right. Decent bet. That. $10 to win 35 at the time. So, wow. DraftKings. Like it. And I placed it on DraftKings, and you can do the same. I got a lot of fun MLB prop bets. Now, I should get back into that. We'll probably do a whole episode on that coming up. Yeah. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use promo code JOHNBOY. Bet $5 on any college hoops team to win. And you get $200 in free bets if they do. If they win, you win with promo code JOMBOY this week at DraftKings Sportsbook. 21 plus restrictions apply. See show notes for details. So, yeah, time to open up that app. Get back into the baseball swing of things. Jim, we have another big thing that we need to mention that uh, you can't bet on yet. Massive blitz ball game tonight. Uh me and James, Team Baggage. Yes. Taking on Trevor Plouffe and Vinny Rotino. Team Forgotten Rotten. The Forgotten Rotten. Winner uh, of yes. the game goes Massive to game. the championship. Loser has to go to the loser's bracket. Huge game. Storielli versus Plouffe on the bump. Whoops. Trev has not given up a hit yet in the tournament. Jake hasn't pitched yet. Big game. Big game. 7 o'clock Eastern at the Warehouse Games. Uh, The live chat has been a lot of fun for those games because at big moments, it gets wild in there. I love watching it. So if you want to watch live with everybody, uh, 7 o'clock Eastern, 4 o'clock, Trevor's time. Best pitcher in the league or tournament and best hitter in the tournament going head-to-head. I mean, this is like a DeGrom-Soto matchup kind of. I can see that. Yeah. I can see that both ways. Where do you want to go, Timbo? Well, Story was offered a deal from the Rockies that was good money. I think I read that today. He did not take it because he said he didn't want to be there. But you know who did take it was Chris Bryant. And I said at the end of the season, I don't know when I said this, I said that if it was a fantasy baseball league, the Rockies would be kicked out. They didn't trade John Gray or make him the qualifying offer or try to get him to come back. They did not trade Trevor Story. Now we hear they did try to get him back. They did. They traded Arenado. They were dumping everybody. And at that point, you would be like, dude, you guys clearly don't care about the season anymore. You're not like making moves in your best interest. You're kicked out. And then classic case of that dude is like, oh, I don't care. I don't care. Watch this. And then overbids at the auction draft for a guy. And you're like, well, fuck, dude. Now you're just kind of ruining it both ways. Like you're double kicked out of the league. And that's what the Rockies did here. And it sucks. And I hate them. And I kind of like hold a grudge against Bryant. I know you got the most money. And I know you're going to get traded and enjoy the money elsewhere. But Jesus. My rocks. I'll be quick. Mm -hmm. Love it for Chris Bryant. Got the bag bag, man. Good for you. You know, we uh, we get detached from it. We talk about passion, and we have that, and that's what makes baseball fun. And that's when me and Jim talk about Correa, and we're, <laughs> we're bitter that he ended up on the Minnesota Twins for that price because, boy, we could have used him in the Bronx this year. Chris Bryant got the bag. Uh, his stats are really good. Uh, even with the down 2020 season, the last three years in 845 OPS moving around. Uh, all the Cubs had a bad 2020 season. Remember Baez? Um, Chris Bryant's a really good baseball player. I call this the George Hill effect. George Hill in the NBA signed a big boy contract with the Sacramento Kings. Got traded by the deadline. Chris Bryant got his contract. He hasn't found his home yet. Um, you know, enjoy your first couple years in Colorado. 
um, and then we'll get you on a team that matters. Yeah, man, it, it's and as a guy who has some heartstrings with the Rockies, it's it's just frustrating. You you had Arenado, you had Story. Uh, this is very much the Colorado Rockies business model is let's have a star or two, let's sell some tickets in that beautiful baseball park, and the people of Colorado will come out and watch. And guess what they do? Because it's awesome ballpark. It's a great environment. But man, that product on the field and how they're attacking everything just ain't right. And it sucks because. My Rocks actually had a better year than expected last year, but it's still nothing. It's still nothing. So, I don't know. Happy for KB. Sad for Rockies fans. A, a lot of people are in the chat are saying he has a no-trade clause. Like, duh, because he knows they're going to trade him. Yeah. So, he made them put in it so he can control what team he goes to, what team he doesn't go to. He has a no-trade clause because he's guaranteed to get traded. And he yeah, knows that. that. It means, yeah, basically the exact opposite. It's like no trades yeah. means... I'm going to dictate. It's just leverage. Yes, it's the same thing. I guess if you're if you first time like really paying attention to uh, contract stuff, if if a guy has a a list of five teams that he does that he has on his no trade list, those are teams he wants to go to. Usually, it's thus your Matt Holiday. It, it can work both ways there. Mad bum. A, a lot of times there's some real. There's a lot of times there's some, but a lot of times you put teams that yeah you, that are likely to trade for you. Because you, you put want most likely over. teams, and depending on how many you have, you put most yeah. likely teams, and then if there are some places you just don't want yes. to go to, but it doesn't mean 100%. it doesn't mean all the teams you don't want to go to. There's but, teams on there that you kind of do want to go to. You just want to dictate it. Yeah, or you want to like be able to say, "I want to go there," but they have to like extend me before or something. Yeah, like yes. that. yeah, 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 yeah. I don't know how to feel about this at all. I I can't provide a take other than. You know, you were talking about bringing people into the stadium. It's a beautiful stadium. And Chris Rose and I had this conversation. Is Chris Bryan a superstar? Does he sell tickets? Like maybe a little bit, right? I, I don't know if he's like that wow factor. I think he was uh, for gonna the Cubs. Bring a, for the Cubs, yeah, but that's because he won a World Series and was drafted by them. MVP, There's a lot of, yeah. you know. Yeah, he didn't like not, take he, over he, the He Giants. didn't bring that over. Yeah, I don't know. I'm interested. When he was on the Giants last year, it didn't feel like, you know, he just blended in, which was good. That was like the whole team, the Giants. It didn't what didn't feel like it was a stud. Sometimes guys get traded and then they become CC on the Brewers. Even like when the Yankees traded for Todd Frazier in 2017, statistically he didn't take over. But when you watched the Yankees playoff game, it was like the Todd Frazier show. Didn't feel like that last year. Uh, he he had a quote last year saying like about the Giants. He's like, I love being over here. These guys just put their head down and go to work. So, I mean, that's, that's what he wants to do. So he's not going to be out there unless, I don't know, man. I'm happy for him. Like you said, he did get paid. Great. Uh, I think Colorado is a great place to live. So like, that's also factoring into this. Um, but yeah, it seems like it's probably not going to last the entire length of the contract unless something drastically happens or something drastic happens very quickly. Uh, for the Rockies, I, I, I don't. Uh, shocking to me, and, and think about this. Trevor Story grew up a Rocky, played all his, you know, his games there, and you offer him a contract. That's usually a dream come true for guys. Man, I come with this organization. I get to stay with this organization where I'm comfortable and people know me. I've built up a relationship with the community. I'm part of it. And they offer you that deal. Most guys take that deal. But they messed that relationship up so much that he's like, no, 
I'm out. I'm going to go to the Red Sox. Number one, you guys aren't competing anytime soon, and I'm a winner. And number two, the culture's not good. So, I, you know, for Rockies fans, I wish I was more, like, positive or optimistic about this, but I just, I really just can't find anything to, to put me in that mood. We're on Trader Joe's watch. Mm. Not a real mm. one. If this wasn't a Trader Joe's guy, I don't think I would even bring it up at all. But because Trader Joe's did say hi to this player and he just got a late scratch from a lineup, I am bringing it to your attention. But I repeat, if Trader Joe's did not meet this guy, I don't think it's worthwhile, but A.J. Pollock just got scratched. Mm-hmm. Dodgers like their depth. They do have a lot of players. But Joe's met him and said Joe's hi. did meet him. So that's why I'm bringing it up. Could just be a veteran spring training oh, and not well, doing it. I would but bet because I would, of Joe's. Because of Joe's, I'm just a little okay. nervous now, you know? Okay. That's all. You know what I felt? like A.J., like... At first, I w- we laugh about how he broke my arm. Mm-hmm. But, like he kind of like held it over me again uh, when we when we were talking to him in spring. Like I, like I think he's just like kind of got me under his thumb a little bit. Like what am I supposed to say? Like yeah, dude, you broke my arm. Oh, like, he owns you own me. Yeah, he owns you. Yep. Oh, yeah, it's tough, tough. And now, am I rooting for another Trader Joe's trade? Yes. Do I think it's likely? No. But just needed the Trader Joe's watch. It's in the ether. Okay. Do yeah. they have like a theme song that we can play? They have a jingle. Trader Joe's song. Like I've never. Does Trader Joe's have commercials? I've seen a couple TJ commercials. I feel like they normally I don't think go. I ever have. Like silly. But not musical. Yeah. Not musical. Okay. Hmm. What's next? Freeman. Speaking hmm. of the Dodgers. Freddie goes. Um, Pretty awesome. Obvious. I mean, this, this seemed like it was going to happen once the Olsen move was made. He gets paid. What was his contract Do you have in front of you? Freddie? Yeah. I mean, it was six years, 162. Let's see. We're, we're a national baseball. Six show. year, 162. Bang. Bang. That's how I be. Vegas. Jake. This move prompted your friend, not my friend, your friend, Jeff Passan, to say this is the best lineup he's seen in his 20 years of covering baseball. Do you agree or disagree, James? I don't have a memory like that. <laughs> I don't think anyone does. Like, I don't think passing checked off all the lineups, but it's a nice thing to just say. Oh, you, you think Jeff checked the lineups? Chasing? I, think Jeff I mean, did. I speak in hyperbole a lot, so I'm not, like, against it. I just think, like, I have no idea. This is the thing, like, if I say it, people are going to get mad, and then they're going to be like, Reddit threads, he knows nothing about baseball, and it's like, I don't fucking know, guys. Could have been better lineups. Could I'll send not. a text. Tigers 2013-2012 had a hell of a lineup. Um, it's got to be some good Yankee lineups. Like yeah. when they were running it back. I'm just going to say a couple names. Mookie Betts, Trey Turner, Freddie Freeman, Justin Turner, oh. Max Muncy, Will Smith, Chris Taylor, Cody Bellinger, A.J. Pollock. There's an argument <laughs> in the fact that we're even talking about it. Uh, I think it gets the point across. Like They're 0 9 Yankees is good. They're, They're old. 
They're gross. Here's, some, here's something that's interesting to me. We talk about the Dodgers and their ability, ability to develop players, but if you're looking at their roster right now, you're not going to find a lot of guys that develop, man. Uh, some key pieces for sure, but you traded for Mookie, you traded for Trey, you signed Freddie, you traded for, oh, I guess, I mean, Turner was a free agent, but not from your organization. You could say that they they developed him. He did change. They did. He did change a lot. Not necessarily because of the Chris Dodgers. Taylor, but same. Mac Muncy. I guess Max Muncy. You maybe say the same thing too. But like, I guess I'm in my head a little bit about this about developing players and you and we put the well, Dodgers. They the developed them after the fact. It's like it's like what the Giants. They did. do make you players the, better. You yeah. gave the Giants a ton of credit. It's the same thing. It's just taking a guy who made it to the bigs, but hasn't tapped into a next level of potential, and the Dodgers have always been able to give them that second gear because they have the hitting coaches. They, they have, bought, like, yeah, they bought the whole system. They bought the hitting coaches. Imagine that. They like bought they the bought Rosetta Stone, system. and then they Rosetta Stone was out there teaching everyone new languages and the fastest ways to learn them. And the Dodgers yeah. said, "We'll take the guidebook," and they have they hogged it, and now no one else. They everyone else is just trying to invent their own version. Everyone's got knockoff versions. Read the book Swing Kings by Jared Diamond. It talks all about that. I went to the Dodgers' current hitting coach, mm. Rob Van Skoyek, for lots of hours during the 2000, before the 2018 season. I spent all the time in the world there, and I was horrible. So what happened to me, man? <laughs> All these other guys turn into Justin Turner turns into a freak. He goes to a different guy. He goes to Doug Lada, but all these other guys are just banging, and I and the Rangers were just pulling my chain all spring training because I sucked. Let it out, man. Sorry, BBD. You got a passing button over there. Thinking about it. Passing. Uh oh. Dodgers best lineup you've seen or hyperbole? He said, "Name me a better one." So he didn't do the research. He just wants. I suppose to it hinges on which Bellinger you get. Astros is close, but well, you know. So private text messages from Jeff revealed on air. Nice. He didn't do any research. Did he mean like other dudes. like this year? No, I think he was. No, talking he about said like it the, all twenty years. The prime Astros time, yeah. Hmm. No idea. Pollock, Trader Joe's. Heard it here first. Might have been contaminated. Back, back soreness for Pollock. The next, the next big one. Uh, good for the Dodgers. Round that out. Just got like a lot better, and they were really good already. What do you say? And, and they're signing every <laughs> like Boyd is going to go to the Dodgers on a one-year, eight million dollar contract. If you're a, what's that? Think he went to the Giants already, but your sentiments. Like, Boyd, what, Boyd's not we free agent anymore. We celebrated that Boyd in not Arizona. Agent. Yes, that's awesome. We did. Cool. Yeah. Great. Well, if you're but a your if you're a potential five year, actually, Anderson's better than that f- fifth starter. Tyler Anderson's solid. Did Tyler Anderson get signed for the same deal Andrew Heaney did? One year, eight mil. Yeah. The fuck. Here's here's what's gonna happen. I keep I keep bringing this up, but it means it's it's gonna mean a lot to the baseball season. When the Dodgers figure out what's going on with Bauer, they're either gonna have him 
and they're not going to need any more starting pitching or they're not going to have them and they're going to go make a move. I think, I think they're waiting on that decision to come about because there are guys to be had. We just talked about the rocks. Like what's up with Marquez. We got Castillo with the, the reds. We have um, the guys from the A's that, like they're going to go get one of those guys. I I promise you, you don't go all in like they're going all in and and say we're short on starters. They'll go make a move, but it all hinges on what happens with Bauer. And I don't know when that's going to happen. They they extended the deadline to April 16th, I believe. We'll see. And you know what? Like right now it's Bueller and four lefties, Rias, Kershaw, Heen Dog and Tyler Anderson. And they still have Gonsolin and David Price floating around, so it's not like Dustin May is coming back at some point. Like, if Bauer's back, I mean, they're they are still very much the Dodgers. Heen dog. I'm hoping that May can come back and be like a bullpen guy for them. I, I don't want him to be stretched out as a starter this year. I want him to just come back and kind of be like a high leverage right hand option. I mean, he probably will. I mean, oh, we'll see. The Dodgers uh, use a lot of pitchers constantly. But, yeah, I agree with you, Trev. It'd be nice to not have to lean on a, a Tommy John guy who's, you know, still young. If yeah, he, wait, it's if, not even 12 months. Yeah, he, yeah, he's, he's not, he's he's not back to, like, August or September. Yeah, this is a maybe September thing. Yeah. Yes. And probably and probably not. there's okay. always a setback. But it'd be nice if he can get some bullpen innings. Danny Duffy. <sighs> go Dodgers, go. Castellanos is the next big one. Mm. Yeah. And he is also always have Roman ready. Have we done Schwarber yet? Yeah, yeah we did Schwarber and okay. the morning of that. Okay, that happened. But it's part of this. Yeah. And he's Ka- Roman ready. Castellanos. Oh, he's so Roman ready. Roman ready, always. And if you're not, you got to go to getroman.com slash talking today. If you're prescribed, you get $15 off your first month of ED treatment. So when the moment for intimacy arrives, you will be ready. You'll be Roman ready. Whether you've been in a relationship for years or you're just getting started, having the confidence that comes from preparation means you're free to enjoy the moment when it arrives. So ED is more common than most people think. 52% of men between ages 40 and 70 will experience some form of ED. And if that's you, go to getroman.com slash talk and complete an online visit today. $15 off your first month if you are prescribed. What do you got on Castellanos, Jake? Roman, Roman nose, Trevor Ploof, Castellanos getting boners. Uh, hey, know what I love, Jim? Mm-hmm. Friendship. Okay. Family, mm. baseball. Uh, and something that I've truly fallen in love with the further I've gone into baseball and sports in general, waking Jake. I love team identities, man. And hey, if you're the Phillies, you're the Pittsburgh Steelers having gnarly defense that hits each other. Guess what? That's worked in Pittsburgh for as long as they've been playing football. The Phillies are a bunch of maulers, man. I don't know what's going to happen in the field. Um, they have some high-end starting pitching, and they've tweaked the bullpen a little bit. Schwarber, Castellanos, Harper, Real Mudo, Hoskins, Mean Gene, the hitting machine. We'll see what happens with Didi. Is Alec Baum going to bounce back? Odebell was leading off for them. Is he ninth now? The Phillies' top six, again, for a starting pitcher to get through twice is going to be El Brutal. 
and whatever Wheeler, Nola, Gibson, your guy Ranger Suarez give you with a retooled pen? I mean, the Phillies are going to be must-watch TV. Watching those boys hit. I mean, big boys. Schwarber, Castellanos, and hitters, ballparks. Like, the Phillies are going to be a fun watch. I love it. I mean, God, you got a little lefty-righty, lefty-righty action with these guys. Uh, It's just, what does it mean in the NL East? And I have no idea. Braves are stacked. The league is literally in fear of Steve Cohen and his superpowers, a.k.a. money. Um, like, I don't, I don't know what happens with this Philly team, but it's a fun product. The defense could get a little slops. A little? You're, you're Phillies, Trev. I've been saying there's a window still for these guys and they seem to have addressed quite a few of the holes that they had, um, but you, you kind of mentioned it just at the tail end there after you gave them all that praise. The defense is going to be an issue. There's just no there's no way around it. Um, most, I mean, most days, you're going to have at least one of Castellanos or Schwarber out in the outfield. Some days, you're going to have both of them out in the outfield, and that's going to be the starting pitcher is going to be uh, maybe not exactly stoked on that, but There is a saying in baseball, you can drive in more than you let in, and these boys are going to mash. That lineup is something else. Uh, And the pitching, I think people uh, underrated a little bit. I think you have Wheeler, and I know he's dealing with a little something, but I guess C. Rose said he threw a bullpen yesterday, should be good to go. Nola, I expect a big bounce back here from him. And then, yeah, your three is Ranger Suarez, who was lights out. Gibby, do you guys remember what he did at the beginning of last season? He was pitching like a sub two. So if he's in your four spot, like, okay, they retooled the bullpen. I'm not sure how that's going to work out. Like kind of some older guys back there, but they addressed it. So they are kind of, they have three decent parts of their team. At least the defense is going to be the fourth part that might drag them down a little bit. Uh, but I'm with you, man. That NL East is East Coast baseball this year. If you're uh, out there and you want to just take a little road trip, you can just stay on the East Coast. You're going to see some absolute bangers, uh, some series that are just going to go nuts. I can't wait to watch. Who do you have getting more starts this year? Ranger Suarez or Nestor Cortez Jr.? I don't know what they're doing with Ranger Suarez. I'm hoping he's just going to be in the starting rotation and then that question is answered, but he can kind of do everything. He was, you know, Urias was kind of in the same boat with the Dodgers. Now he's just a starter. And I think that'll be probably the same. With Suarez. I can't remember a time a guy went from like <clears throat> range Suarez's journey last year. I mean, I was talking about a lot cause it was fascinating bolt guy to close a role, like bolt mm-hmm. guy and like losses to close a role to uh, being so good at closer. And they were like, you know what? Let's try more innings and then starter. And then he was great as a starter. Rune for him. Big Ranger Suarez guy. Biggest Ranger Suarez You would love him too. You love him. Great guy. He's younger than I thought he was going to be when I looked at his age. Yeah. I put up a 5-8 war last year. What? (laughs) I went nuts. Well, I mean, he got saves and he got wins and he's just like a little, a lot of stuff. I mean, that's 
That's a massive season, bro. 100 innings pitch, 1.36 ERA. My goodness. So, yeah, I mean, you got to bank on him to be a starter this year. I don't know. It'd be nice to have him in the back end of your bullpen, wouldn't it? But it's he's more valuable as a starter to them. True, true, true. Any other could be big some ones? people. <clears throat> Could be could be some people if there is some blown saves right away. They've been they've seen that quite too often in Philly. There could be some people saying, "Hey, we got a guy. You can just put him back out there." Maybe they maybe he starts and he gets a save like on his bullpen days. Could Hmm. look out. It's wild. Burn him out. Analytics. Uh, Let's see. What did we miss? Solaire to the Marlins, three year deal. Miggy Rowe. Guessed that that was going to happen on Rose rotation, so good for him. And he has opt-outs after every year, right? Opt-outs, all the craze. The Braves changed their bullpen, uh, signing Kenley, uh, signing McHugh, which we already talked about, but they got, I mean, their bullpen was awesome last year, and they've added to it. The Braves got, they lost Freddie. They got better because they're adding guys that weren't with them for their stretch. And man, I Matt Olson, some of the stats last year say he was better than Freddie, a couple years younger. Um, but no, man, what Colin McHugh did last year as a reliever, if he found that, if he's got that, I mean, that's huge. He's a weapon. And Kenley, dude, Kenley's still gross. It looks a little different, but Kenley Jansen is gross. I remember coming into the playoffs last year, the, the Braves bullpen was kind of their question. They locked in and found it for the playoffs. Kenley, Will Smith, Colin McHugh, Matzik, Luke Jackson, and A.J. Minter. Those are six guys that can get you an eighth inning. Easy. Um, the Braves are loaded. <laughs> the Braves are completely loaded. The Braves are loaded. And Kenley does look different, Jake, because he threw a sinker a lot more last year. Not just the cutter guy anymore. He's had to change you know, his approach. It paid off the, the um, playoffs. Just like the Braves bullpen. He just went off. He was filthy. So, I, I mean, I love this move for him. He said that he grew up rooting for the Braves. So, it's like a full circle moment for this guy. Going to, he's, I mean, talk about getting to compete on, like, good teams. Him and I had the exact opposite careers. <laughs> Every single year, he's on a banger of a team. Every single year, I was planning a vacation in October. Mm. Tough, man. I could have been a hero. One dot OPS against him, Trev. Oh, you're in a semifinal game tonight. Yeah. That's true. And yes, I did. I, I saw the ball well off Kenley. And I have a, some any tips that the NLE Stevie Cohen, Uncle Stevie, if you want tips on how to hit Kenley Jansen for your squad, it's available for a fee. What's the fee? I don't know. A million bucks. Wow. Okay. Yeah. That's that's smart. Kenley's uh, numbers were really good last year. Yes, he's an awesome watch. Like it's someone in the chat just said he was washed. I know it's just typical chat stuff, but I'm like, how do you even say that when his numbers were so good? Like Kenley, he's so fun to watch. Like it's it's not like he's Sergio Romo, and you're like, okay, so we're just we're playing roulette out there. Like no, Kenley gets you out. I like the space you put in between. He's, you said Ken Lee, like it was K E N space L E E. 
Ken Lee. Ken Lee. Just, he'll yeah. walk guys sometimes, so it's like, yeah, when you're watching every it's, day, it's, it's tough it's, endings, and you get scared. But all of my LA fans share that I sentiment. I think someone Jackson in the chat in the chat said, "Can't live with Kenley, can't live without Kenley." As far as Dodger fan opinions go, I, I think they do feel that way. Like they got a lot out of this guy. There was some roller coasters there. There was a time where they were calling for his head. There's been more times where they've just been praising this dude. So it seemed like an amicable breakup, and Kenley, you know, gets to go to a good team. I think uh, the Dodgers probably should have just gave him that money because he's a good bullpen piece. And their bullpen isn't – talk about one weakness I guess the Dodgers have. Like the bullpen's not great. Like you got some guys. But, Main, uh, there's a lot of other bullpens I'd rather have than the Dodgers. He pitched in 69 games. How many do you think he allowed a run in? 69 games. I don't know. I don't know his stats. So that's going to be a tough one for me. 10 on the nose. 59 clean sheets for Ken Lee Jansen. This is a this thing that people the say with um, the with uh, Chapman on the Yankees, too. He always puts, he always got to make it tough, doesn't he? It's like, shut up. 59 times he didn't allow a run. That's his job. Two of the times he did allow him the run, it didn't even matter. Yeah. If you're striking, look, here's a, like, if you're putting runners on and you're like a pitch to contact guy, then yeah, dude, the defense is like, come on, man. But Kenley strikes motherfuckers yeah. out. So 61 out of the 69 games he pitched in, he did his job. It's pretty fucking good. I might find one more Kenley Jansen stack quick. Mm-hmm. Um, 350 career saves in the regular season. <laughs> Thinks of himself as a catcher. Let's see. Postseason, 19 career saves, 63.1 career postseason innings with a 2-1-3 ERA. He's not bad. Jim Calhoun. Go St. Peter's. Evil Knievel with the Phillies. Forgot yeah. about that. He's pitching right now. Yeah, they, they the Phillies addressed it. Brad Hand, Familia, um, Kniebel, like just kind of they older got guys. guys. A bunch of, they is, got guys. Is the NL East just Knievel. lining up to be the same thing? The Mets and Phillies are going to beat up each other and be eighty win teams, and the Braves will win low nineties. No, the Mets are the Mets are really good. Think dude. so? Yeah, I think the I think the Mets have a clear the Mets and the Braves have a clear hand over the Phillies right now. I don't think that's even like debatable. Okay. And I'm not saying, look, the Phillies, I just praised you guys. Like, this, it's just that the Mets and the Braves are like, holy crap teams. I don't know. You put, you put that Mets lineup next to now Phillies. I mean, they've got that one, two, three of DeGrom, Scherzer, Bassett. The Phillies have pitching. I don't know, man. Excited. The, Good game every night from the NL East. I, I, I think I like the Mets, but I agree with you that these, this is just going to be awesome to watch all, all year long. Anything else? Any of these smaller moves that you guys have thoughts on? Let's see. What do we got? Dude. We've done Sayo, right? I fight with Gmail like every day now. Jock Peterson. 
Jock, I'm how really. He, how does he fit in, in 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 San Francisco? Like the vibe that we know in San Francisco. Do you think Jock fits in that vibe? Like I know yeah. he's from the area. Yes. I mean, people fit into Jock's vibe. He had the whole stadium wearing pearls. He he is not one to transform. He is one to make you transform. Hmm. What if what Sense. if Jock starts working out hmm. with Gabe? And you know, Jock, I don't I think Jock is kind of just Jock. He doesn't, he's not like the most like he's not the biggest physical specimen in the world, but if he got on like the Pilates reformer with Gabe and just mm. started getting jacked, this guy could be the limit for this guy. It's a really big pivot year for young Jock. I mean, he was the platoon guy for the Dodgers, putting up crazy numbers. He wanted to get away from that. He was actually fine versus lefties. He goes nuts in the playoffs, and then he kind of <laughs> went missing. Uh, I don't know. I'm interested to see if he taps into that Giants magic because either like Jock Peterson, if he puts up a big year, you could see him sign a nice two-year, three-year Jorge Soler-type deal, or like Jock's going to be a one-year guy the rest of the way. So uh, I'm interested to see. I like, I like the fit. Like you said, he's kind of from around there. I think San Francisco will enjoy Jock, and they've got a they've got a little bit of that veteran magic. No, he 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 is from there. He's from the Bay, and I like it. I think I think he lends himself, even though he's like older. I think he's in his thirties, isn't he? This is going to be his age thirty season. He's exuberant. Like he's going to bring some energy into a clubhouse full of veterans. You got to have some energy, guys. Uh, Evan Longoria called me a glue guy. No big deal. I think Jock could be that for the San Francisco Giants as well. Can I say something, Trev? I have you a little above glue guy. I mean, man in the hot corner, six years. Thank you. I think at, yeah. at the point I played with Evan, I was more of a glue guy. Yes. Yes. Um, Who else? What are the other free agents still out there? Not Conforto. much, man. It's Conforto or Bust. And then do you guys think any trades are still going to happen? Do you think the A's are going to trade their pitchers? Do you think... I mean, the Reds came out and said yes. they were done trading, which makes no sense. You'd like to think... I think the A's pitch, yeah, change their pitchers, yes. You'd like to think there's one more A's trade because you get, you guys are all over it. If there's not, it's kind of it. Go through every team. A's are still the only one that really is trying to get pillaged. Um, everyone else will just wait. You know, if uh, if our twins, if everything falls apart, they'll blow it up and trade at the deadline. Kansas City Royals are making moves. Detroit's going like, go through the teams. My one wild card is my snakes, but they always kind of do their own thing. Um, there's not a lot of there's not a lot of teams that are ready to be traded, and I think both ends of the spectrum. If you're a team that could potentially s- sell. You can wait till the deadline and it's really not going to hurt you. And if you're a team that wants to go and buy, I think I think a lot of teams are going to copy the Braves model from last year. You can find solutions at the deadline and without giving up a lot of prospect capital. It seems there's more teams willing to trade nowadays than there used to be. Am I wrong in that? Seems like there's, well, there's always more teams a lot in of people it now. available. There's more teams trying to buy. Yeah, so we'll see. Nestor is now pitching for the Yankees, so that's fun. And Hoskins just dropped a lazy fly ball. But it's spring training. There's no trip. There's no third deck. Ploof, in, in spring training things, we drafted the best spring training things on John Boy mm. Jake Radio last week. I mm-hmm. drafted 
like dropped balls or the elements or because there's always blinding sun or or high winds and there's always players looking terrible because uh there's like all of a sudden there's no third deck and then balls are dropping which is a very fun part of spring training no third deck way too many day games like you go from it's weird spring training strange all day games and it's hot and then you go like for me it was minnesota where it's freezing and all night games so it is kind of weird dude we used to go like we would get to minnesota after playing for six weeks in florida we're all dark and tan you go to minnesota people haven't seen the sun in three months you stand out a little bit there. The only people with tans. Who were we talking to? Someone at the house was just so excited they didn't have to go to Minnesota anymore in April. Mm. Wait, what? A player that we were chatting with in the Arizona house. Um, Wasn't it reverse? Wasn't it a player had their first two series at Minnesota and then like at Detroit? And they were like, yeah, freezing start. The Dodgers oh, we, were saying that. The Dodgers, Dodgers start in Colorado yeah. yes, and yes, Minnesota. Yes, yes, The Dodgers were saying that. Yeah, 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 yeah. Cool. All right. I think that's everything. I don't know. Is there anything else you guys want to talk about? There's so much on the list. We covered a lot of it. Luke Voigt trade? Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, Padres get Voigt, which Voigt, if he's healthy, can hit. Look at his stats. Um, he's He can mash. He fits it, in with that squad, too. He was just it was just a redundancy in the Yankees lineup. One, their DH is fully blocked with Stanton being the DH. The Yankees are all too right-handed, and Voigt wasn't a plus at first base. So the Yankees tried to move him a bunch. They didn't get a lot for him because I think their hand was incredibly tipped. But if the Padres are using him mostly as a DH and and there's balance there, like that's a great bat. He's a really good hitter. He's got such a cool leg kick uh, that Fun. slowly drops into his swing. It's like slow-mo's a void swing are so cool. It's like, a, Have you ever seen it, Trev? It's strong. A, of course. Of course. A slow-mo leg, leg kick. kick. You got to be really strong to do that. You have to be super strong in your core to have that much like uh, balance when you're standing on one leg your entire swing base or pre-swing. 281 games with the Yankees for Luke Voigt. Uh, 883 OPS. That's... That's a very real number. Uh, like you said, the Slam Diego vibe, as long as he's healthy and vibing, I think people will love him out there. I think the team will love him. Uh, interested to see what else the Padres got in the tank. There's still... That roster looks weird right now. It it doesn't look finished. You wonder if they have the trade coming or if they can add maybe some veteran depth. Everyone thought they, they would be looking for that this year. And, uh, man... Enjoy it. Yankees get a prospect back that throws really hard. Go, kid. What's his name? Lang? Justin Lang. Justin Lang. Not to be confused with Justin Langer. No. Definitely not. Don't confuse Okay. Different guys, different sports. Only other thing I saw the chat popping off with, which I do think on Talking Baseball deserves a mention, uh, the Angels bullpen, they've done some things. They got to para. Um, they added Archie Bradley, which is a little more flyer at this point What with what went down with him last year. But they retooled things back there. It's kind of Phillies-esque. Like, let's see how it actually turns out. But like we said, at least, Trevor, you said it. They addressed it, or they're addressing it. And if something clicks, that'd be nice. Tapera's been really good in recent years. 
Nate Steele, our resident angels expert in the chat, making wild claims. Yeah, that's not right. Butchery, Meyer, Warren, Bradley, Tapera, Loop, Reisel. Best bullpen in the AL West now, maybe one of the best in MLB. He said the MLB. I won't do that. Hey, I can we'll see. I can tell you the Yankees' philosophy was spend big on bullpen and get like the they had like three closers in their bullpen at one point. The best bullpen is never the like it's it's maybe the facet of a lineup or a roster that you can't judge on paper at all. Because there's going to be guys that come out of nowhere and all of a sudden they're just lights out in the pen. Colin sure. McHugh was one of the best relievers last year. No one would have guessed that going into the season. You guys are close, though. You probably knew he was changing some things. Yeah. Um, I will say right now, I think the Roman. White Sox have the best bullpen in the big leagues. I think that's a fair take. Yeah. Name-wise. I mean, Angels could As be... long as they're not tipping. Don't be rude to Nate. He's excited. <sighs> it's spring training. Go get them, Halos. I'm rooting for the Angels, man. That's, I am too. Stars. That's the app. Shohei's so, so good. Hot. Heard that guy Mike's playing again this year, too. Look out. Ooh, Michael. They call him Michael. Adam Frazier got traded. Ah, oh, shit. We had that on the list. Him and Jamie Next Crawford. time.